I played so many sports, rugby, touch, netball, volleyball. I don't know, somehow soccer just drawn me to, you know, play soccer. I think it's just one thing my coach was telling me that um, the only way you will succeed in, in a sports is that you stick to one and you will grow and you get better and better. So I, I had to make a decision. I was 15 when I made it into the Women's National. Um, I was the youngest player, and this is when we had an English coach. He was telling me this. So it was something for me to think about because I've always been invited to so many sports. So, yeah. I read that you were actually quite feisty on the field as a player. Yeah. Um, you got a lot of red cards, a lot of yellow cards. We're trying to tell the referees how to do their job. <laughs> um, so that's when you actually decided maybe I need to pick the whistle up myself. Yes. Um, well, at home... In- the Cook, in the Cook Islands, in Rara, where we played, uh, I always talk back to the ref because I didn't agree with them. I got a lot of cards. Um, yes, I was feisty and also I was just just hard. I just, you know, I was just into the play. And, and I think at the same time, I didn't really agree with the ref. So I thought to myself, oh, I'm going to take up refereeing. Maybe I could teach referees how to uh, ref better. better. So, um, yeah, that's why that's how it came about. Um, studying the law of the games, it just made me understand the game more better, more you know, broad. In 2015, you entered the record books as a first Cook, Island, yeah. first Cook Islander to uh, referee an international match at the FIFA World Cup in Canada. Yes. Uh, what was that experience like for you? To me, it was amazing. It's... Um, I don't know what's the right words. It was just to, a miracle. It was a miracle that, you know, my dream came true. I've, I've always thought of going to the World Cup, but I didn't know how I was going to get there. And then when I was playing, I was, you know, starting at, you know, the age of 10 and didn't do much ball work. I didn't know how, how I could get to that level. So eventually when getting into referee, I managed to travel around the Pacific and then from there getting selected to be into the you know to be invited into FIFA referee so going to the World Cup was a dream come true for me to be honest um, it was hard work it was a lot of commitment sometimes I have to put my family aside and you know just focus on refereeing getting fits and you know making it there it was a sacrifice oh, so now back home uh, you're the Cook Island Football Association's Women's Football Development Officer. Yes. Uh, tell me a little bit about your role and your goal for football in the Cook Islands. All right. So I've just given the role um, this year. So I've been in the role as a Women's Development Officer for, say, four months. So it's it's really new to me. I started as a gym manager, then I became a coach. And I found coaching really interesting because you work with a lot of um different age groups um, and then being given the title of a women's development officer I think this was fantastic because it's the right timing my my aim is to grow women football um, starting from grassroots um, if we can get our grassroots going with a lot of skills the ball work and then gradually build up to the women's I think exposing also that plan here, traveling overseas, like this development tour that we're doing, 
I think we, we will have really good future players that we didn't have to depend on our brothers and sisters overseas. We can just get home-based um, players. You know, it's giving back to them. Um, I mean, they live there, they know what's like. Um, and I don't know, it's giving them that opportunity instead of for them traveling overseas to get that opportunity. We should be able to give back to them at home. Because you know, I know most, most of the time, like a lot of our kids and, you know, some adults, they have to come overseas to get into teams like this because we don't give them the opportunity. We don't believe in them. But if maybe they've given a chance, you know, and also not only that, not just to train at home, you have to also spend money to expose them to the level of football overseas, then they can see, okay, this is what's required of me. Because most of the mentality back home is just, ah, just lay back and they don't really know um, what the challenge is. So I think this is also one of the things that we came about bringing a team on tour. Has it been hard for you? Because obviously you're dedicated, you want uh, women's football to thrive in the Cook Islands. Mm. So much so that you've come here with your 10-month-old son <laughs> and your mum to see it through. So you must be pretty dedicated and, um, you know, yeah. you really want to see these girls do well in the sport. Yeah, um, yeah for me it has been challenging. Um, it's a lot of work, um, a lot of time away from home. Um, sometimes I think to myself, oh, how do I do this? I'm so tired. I mean, just giving birth and... And then I just, you know, I always have to remind, sometimes talk to myself, you know, I can do it, I've done it before. Yeah, it has been challenging for me. Um, it's because I, I think because I'm passionate about the sport, that that's what picks me up and drives me. Like, it's not about money, it's not about, no, I don't, that's not my drive. My drive was because I'm, a, I'm passionate about the sport. Because when I think about, that I love the sport so much and I want to see it grow, which I've already thought about this when I was a lot younger. I always had a vision that one day I could see our players back home instead of getting players from overseas. If we can work and nourish our players back home, that they will succeed and go overseas and you know build that, um, I don't know, share to the world coming from a small place um, that we are also able to reach this level of football.